0: sup you've reached clarissa i'm out somewhere being da bomb and can't answer my bad <laughs> leave me your name number in a sweet message and i'll hit you up later peace hey it's amelia and Sherrick. you told us to call let you know what we're doing
1: weird we get your voicemail almost every week at this point
0: Oh, well, I guess we'll leave you a message about what we're up to and our pop culture thoughts of the week. And hopefully we'll hear back from you soon.
1: It's almost as if we have a podcast that outlines extensive plans to get in shape by the by by last month.
0: (laughs) I mean, I feel like that's always been my exercise goal is uh, Mm -hmm. to, to, you know, get into it last month. (laughs) Yeah, I'll start that any day now. Anyway.
1: Hey, what's up? Uh, we miss you. Hey, trans lives matter. Black lives matter. Trans rights are human rights. Abortion is health Happy Pride. If you don't yeah. like it, fuck you. Yeah. Is
0: Agreed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> See you next
1: week? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Amelia, how was your week? Okay, well, okay.
0: So my how am I doing? How's my week leads into our topic?
1: okay. So, so do
0: you want to go first?
1: Sure. I have a bunch of stuff that I want to audition for, so I'm going to be doing that. Oh, that's great. I bought a bunch of Liquid Death, both the regular Mountain Water variety and the Armless Palmer variety.
0: Oh, I haven't heard about that. So I knew it was water, but I yeah, didn't
1: know- we're not sponsored. We should be, but we're not. <laughs> So they have like a ton of different products, really. Oh, but okay. the one that you've most likely seen is their like plain, yeah, white can with is just it's literally just like Mountain Water,
0: right? They Which I didn't drink. know for a really, 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 really long time mm-hmm. until someone bought one for somebody uh-huh. else, and I was like, "Holy shit! Why'd you buy that energy drink?" And I was like, "It's water," and I was like,
1: mm-hmm. "The yeah. fuck." <laughs> So it so I bought uh, it was on sale, so I bought a, a good chunk of it, mm-hmm. and I took one of the armless Palmers with me. Like, so I'm for, for context, I'm a person that doesn't really like like unsweetened tea. Mm-hmm. I'm not really like a tea drinker unless it's got way too much sweetener in it, uh-huh. <laughs> or coffee for that matter. Mm-hmm. But I actually do think that I like the armless Palmer. It's got it uses agave instead of like. You know, like oh, okay, a, a, a different kind of sweetener.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And I I found that like, even though it wasn't particularly sweet, I still enjoyed it to the point where I was like, I could I could see myself drinking this more often. And it is less expensive and there's more of it than some of the other drinks that I get, namely by Hawaiian Sun, which like isn't to dish, you know, mm-hmm. isn't to put down Hawaiian Sun. But like either, I spend almost you know, two and a half times as much for a quarter of what I get liquid wise per can. Yeah. So like,
0: right. And it's more sugary. Probably.
1: Sure, for sure. Absolutely. So it was just kind of like, a, oh, yeah, like maybe I should, you know, spend some more time uh, or more energy slash what have, what have you drinking this instead of and kind of weaning myself a bit more off of uh, sodas and such. So. I also may have a project in the fall that I can't really talk about because I haven't officially signed any paperwork yet. But that's a thing, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I got for you. All right, so I'll let you kind of. I don't have any unhinged thoughts otherwise either. But like, hey, Liquid Death, you can sponsor us. It'd be great. (laughs) But yeah, go ahead. I will turn it over to you. Yeah. So
0: we are a little bit ahead on recording. So. I only say that because I'm going to be talking about Memorial Day weekend. And when you're listening to this, it will be well into June. So.
1: Yep. True, true, true. I
0: just say that. Anyway, but so for the past few years, my friend Rachel has come to visit uh, over Memorial Day weekend for what we call our annual TV weekend. <laughs> and basically it's like. We both love to watch TV. We both love a lot of the same kinds of shows. Mm-hmm. And so I th- it started with a like, oh, you're into this show. Well, I wanna watch it with you. Or like yeah. I found a show and you need to see it, but I need to watch it with you kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And then like it became uh we do it over Memorial Day weekend because we have that Monday off and usually for her it's a day off and it's like right after school ends she works with kids in a school and so it's like a nice like break between end of the school year and starting summer up without having to really take any days off and yeah so it just works out really great and and the last couple of years I think we've also done like a podcast with you on different things. Like last yeah. year, I think we talked, told you all about this reality dating show that we were super into. That was really stupid, called "Are You the One." Um, <laughs> so anyway, the point is, is that that was yeah, this Memorial Day weekend, which for me just ended, and. We knew we wanted to watch the most recent season of Are You the One? Because a new season had just aired. So we knew we wanted to watch that. But it's, like, 10, 45, 10 episodes of 45 minutes. So, like, that wasn't going to take the whole, like, 48 hours that she was going to be here, <laughs> right? Um, and so I was like, I'm going to make her watch Jury Duty, obviously. So... And when I said, like, hey, so have you seen or heard anything about this show? And she's like, oh, I've heard so much about it. I really want to watch it, but I don't know where you can watch it. And when I was, and then she was like, I think it's on Amazon, which I don't have. And I was like, perfect. Great. Because I was, like, I was going to be almost mad if you had already seen it. (laughs) Because I wanted to watch it. I wanted to make you watch it. Anyway, so we did that. And we watched yeah, season nine of Are You the One? And then it was Sunday night, and we were like, okay, well, you're not leaving till like, midday tomorrow. What are we doing now? What are we going to watch? Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, you know what? We've talked about watching How I Met Your Father, because we used to watch How I Met Your Mother together all mm-hmm. the time, and the last, like, season or two, we would, like, because I moved away from where she lives like probably what like two years before How I Met Your Mother ended so for I think like those last couple of seasons we would have like weekly like FaceTime dates to watch it together (laughs) Mm -hmm. way way before it was cool in the pandemic anyway and so we had always talked about like watching How I Met Your Father together and just never got around to it and so we were like oh maybe let's start that and see how it is and she was like, "Yeah, like I've been anxious to watch it because, like, what if it doesn't live up to the show, or like, what if it's not that good, and like all this stuff." And I was like, "I'm gonna be really mad if it's bad because not only because it's based off of How I Met Your Mother, which I really enjoy, but also because right. it stars Hilary Duff, who is." my queen and I was um, gonna say
1: like I was like in your hall of regals yes. <laughs> Hillary Duff is like just left of Taylor <laughs> yeah,
0: kind of yeah and I've loved her longer so although you know I I didn't know Taylor existed when I first was introduced yeah, to yeah, Duff, yeah. so you know and one of the other people in the show is Chris Lowell who is an actor I really like who I originally saw in Veronica Mars Team Puss. Anyway. And so I was like, I'm going to be really mad if this show sucks because I love those two people, like, so much. And the fact that they're in a show together is just, like, chef's kiss to me. So anyway, okay. but we were like, you know, we might as well watch a couple episodes to, like, at least see how it is. Um, is. I'm obsessed. It's so good. We were okay. both, like, it has the vibes. It has... A similar like structure and like humor and but the story, other than like a woman telling her kid the story of how she met their father and how I met your mother is like a similar, like other than that, the storyline isn't the same. So it's not like it's not like the gang of friends in this is exactly like some sort of carbon copy of that before or whatever. So it's got its own thing. Mm-hmm. Which was really smart, I feel like, and so I was like, even if this had nothing to do with any anything, it wasn't a spin-off of any kind, I would still really like it.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: it's that's very good on its own. so anyway, the point is <laughs> in one of the early episodes, and I'm not done yet, but mm-hmm. um in one of the early episodes, well, back up. Pretty early on, it was, like, clear that they're supposed to be, like, millennials, like, you know, this, I mean, the same age-ish as a lot of those kinds of shows, How I Met Your Mother, Friends, like, whatever, like, probably late 20s, early 30s, like, something like that, and and I felt like, I was like, I feel like they're hinting that it's more early 30s, because it feels even a little bit older than, like, some of the, those kinds of shows, just based on, like, I don't know, just some context clues and I think too that that Hollywood or whoever is starting to realize that having a show with a bunch of 26 year olds lamenting about how awful their love life is is like like fine like we do that but it just like it, it, it's it's harder to take seriously them talking about like I'm never gonna find anybody whereas it's a little bit easier to take when the people are like in their 30s
3: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: When they say that shit or whatever. Mm. So anyway, so I was like, how old are these people supposed to be? We can't figure it out. And then like a few episodes in episode four or something, it's Sophie, who's Hilary Duff's character, Sophie. Yeah. Which is a great name. It's her 30th birthday. And I was like, thank you. That's all I wanted. That's all I needed. Anyway, and so she was talking about having this birthday party and that it was going to be the theme was going to be dirty 30 and I was like, okay, whatever. And then she was like, So
1: cliche, but all right.
0: Yeah, exactly. But then she was like, no, like specifically like dirty the Christina Aguilera music video.
1: Okay. Interesting.
0: Cause she was like, that's my favorite music video. So everybody's supposed to come dressed like that. And I was like, interesting because like, I know the video and I know the aesthetic. Like, I feel like anybody who was a teenager at that time, like, remembers Christina Aguilera's dirty face, because mm. <laughs> it was definitely like a, I'm trying to get away from the like bubblegum pop star image. Yeah. Of genie in a bottle and whatever girl mm-hmm. wants and stuff
1: mm-hmm. so which I think I, we've we've talked about not necessarily on the podcast maybe mm-hmm. or maybe I just talked about it with Steph but just like this this cycle that a mm-hmm. lot of like white pop stars go through where they like mm-hmm. exper- experiment with like I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it just as it is they mm-hmm. experiment with blackness like yeah. they experiment with blackness mm-hmm. and they use it mm-hmm. And then when they're done with it, they go, oh, just kidding. I'm back to my squeaky clean image. Like Mm -hmm. we've seen it with Christina. We've seen it with Miley. We've seen it with Britney to an extent. Like Mm -hmm. so like not not to like, you know, put a huge damper on this. But I Mm -hmm. but that's like a thing that we've talked about is like, yeah, that like Christina was very like you said, genie in a bottle, what a girl wants. And then all Mm -hmm. of a sudden she was like, I want to be. Mm -hmm. I want like it's it's always associated with like sexuality and raciness and raunchiness and it typically involves a couple of black like rappers and then all of a Mm -hmm. sudden they're like oh that was just a phase like I'm going back to like Mm -hmm. where I was at and you know
0: yeah I would I would argue against the assertion that they go back to being squeaky clean I don't think they go back to being squeaky clean but they go back to being
1: white and i'll I'll grant you that that's fair it's just i remember like somebody posted recently like the 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 meme of miley cyrus like strutting out on stage talking about those motherfuckers tried to kill me like that kind of and i was just like Mm -hmm. miley you're back to like using an acoustic guitar and sitting on like Mm -hmm. a you know like strumming it like Mm -hmm. doing quote-unquote white music again like Mm you know like it was everybody called that shit when she started like being like you know bringing twerking to the quote unquote to the forefront it's like yeah no she wasn't but you know again we're not I'm not here to dog on on them too hard it's just that's a thing that like we as black people like know when we're just like okay yeah oh yeah I'm
0: sure (laughs) yeah And, and I think too like that is kind of the way it happens or has happened in the last like few decades but I think this idea of like a teen star having a moment where they get really raunchy because to like show that they're grown up and they're not that teeny bopper anymore and like whatever you know like it's not Mm -hmm. just music like I remember when Jessica Biel post for Maxim because she was like, I'm tired of my image from seventh heaven. Sure. And like, you know, so it's, 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 I don't, yeah. I feel like it's, it's a thing of, of teen stars, like somehow asserting their sexuality. And I remember, yeah, having a conversation with Steph a few years ago about like those songs that come out that take a star from like whatever they were, whatever like demure pure cutesy or whatever they were to like Mm -hmm. bam sexed up (laughs) and so I remember we like put together a playlist of those like songs where it was just like when those songs came out it was like bam who's this what's happening Mm -hmm. anyway point being that when this came up in the show, I was like, yeah, I know I know what it's talking about. I know the aesthetic. I know that. But I'm not sure I've actually seen the full video. And and I also at, was like, okay, so if she's turning 30 in this show, like, one of the things about How I Met Your Mother and now How I Met Your Father is that they're very clear about the timeline.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And so... Throughout the show so far that I've watched, they've been like, it's 2022. It's 2022. So she's turning 30 in 2022. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so that means she was nine when the uh, Dirty video came out. <laughs> Yikes. Um, I was like, they maybe should have picked something like just a few years later.
1: <laughs> Perhaps. Perhaps
0: I, I'm not. Maybe Candyman <laughs> by Christina Aguilera instead, <laughs> because it makes me think of a scene in Mean Girls where you meet Regina's little sister dancing to Milkshake in the in the living room, and she's like fucking eight years old or seven or some shit, and you're like, Yeah, what the fuck is this little girl listening to Milkshake for and dancing, like trying to dance like her too, right? But you know, whatever. Anyway, I'm not your mom, so mm-hmm. yeah. So I was like, let. So it piqued my interest about this music video, and in the in the episode, they end up having to change the theme of the party very last minute because she's trying to impress a guy who's very sophisticated yeah. and you know sitcom trope stuff. Anyway, yeah. But of course, a few people forgot or didn't get the memo. The last so week they memo, showed up. So they showed up mm-hmm. dressed like. Christina Aguilera in this music video. (laughs) So it's this weird juxtaposition of that and cocktail attire. Mm -hmm. But yeah. So anyway, the point is, is that it piqued my interest about this music video. When I Googled it, I saw a couple like references to it. And I was like, okay, I think this is going to be a wild ride. So this is a, maybe a good video for our music video breakdown. So, and Sherrod was like, yeah, sure. Let's do it.
1: Yeah. Before we do that, though, I actually lied earlier when I said I didn't have any unhinged thoughts. I think it's time, actually, for an impromptu, very short Amelia's wrestling corner. <laughs> Woo! So okay,
0: well, now that we watched wrestling on my Peacock, yes, account,
1: you're getting all the.
0: I get phone notifications every time there's a new quote-unquote <laughs> pay-per-view. <laughs> it's not pay-per-view anymore Yeah, they they
1: switched to calling it premium live event there we go premium live
0: event so yeah every time there's a new wrestling premium live event I'm getting push notifications about it which I was
1: going to say you probably got hella because there was at least two two of them on Peacock this weekend (laughs)
0: yep (laughs) I know
1: okay so (laughs) Let me lay out for you the wrestling schedule as I know it. So I'm probably Mm. missing something. But this past Friday, which would have been for recording purposes, because you're obviously not listening to this in the same time that it's happening, of course. Uh, May 26th. Would have been the 26th. Yeah. Friday the 26th, Impact Wrestling had Under Siege. Okay. There was also uh, Friday Night Smackdown, which was Mm -hmm. pre-recorded. Okay. And AEW Dynamite, which is also pre-recorded. So you had three shows friday Mm -hmm. saturday you had i almost called it crown jewel that's not what it was this time you had night of champions which was in Jeddah, saudi arabia okay and then you also had i feel like there was something else on saturday i feel like i'm forgetting um no i think maybe that was it maybe that was it done saturday
0: superstars is that something no that's something else I'm just looking at Yeah, I, I don't know.
1: But and then Sunday.
0: WWE uh, Night of Champions.
1: Yep. That was what that, that's, oh, okay. what, that was. <laughs> on so it was like because it's because it was in, in Saudi Arabia, they had to they started it at like like noon, mm. uh, noon central. Got it. And then Sunday was the AEW Double or Nothing and NXT Battleground. So it was just like a slew of wrestling content all weekend long. Oh,
0: yeah. Here. That's what it, I'm sorry. I read it wrong. No, that's, you're fine. Yeah, I had two I had two notifications on my phone. <laughs> one for Seth Rollins and AJ Styles vie for the new World Heavyweight Championship at WWE Night of Champions. Yes. And then NXT Superstars face off to cement their legacies. Stream Battleground tonight.
1: Mm-hmm. Which I think I will I will I will want to once it, I think they finally gotten to a point where I feel good about it. Mm-hmm. I will want to do an episode on the story of the bloodline, which is like uh, Roman Reigns, who I think uh, was not at the, the show that we watched together. But his his the rest of his like stable, the mm-hmm. Usos and Solo Sokoa were they were in the main event of that pay-per-view that we watched.
0: Okay.
1: I I do want to kind of take you through the whole of that because it's been like this, like, I'd say probably like a two and a half, close to three year long story going on right now. And it's probably one of the best things in wrestling, period. Like, across all companies. So, something to kind of note on that front. But the thing that I wanted to show you is from AEW Double or Nothing, in which there was a match called Anarchy in the Arena, which the basic idea of this is that there are no rules. Like, literally, they can fight throughout the entire arena. Whatever you want to do, whatever you decide you want to do, go for it. And I sent you a link to Twitter. (laughs)
0: Okay.
1: Hopefully, you don't have to log in. Otherwise, I I can move it if necessary. I
0: don't think so.
1: Usually
0: I don't. I just. (laughs) An explosive sidekick from Matt. And boy, is it. Yeah, it looks like his head is like exploding, except it's not. It's it's some sort of firework or something. But
1: yes. So that's
0: real close to people.
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes. So I just thought that was wild that they literally hooked up a pyro to this man's foot. Yeah. And he was, and he like detonated it in this man's face, essentially. That was not, believe it or not, the finish of the match. Oh, boy. So the match continued well after that. Another, th- like, basically to tell you like what happened without showing you, because I feel like it's, you know, kind Oof. of sickening because they really went all out. Uh, Thumbtacks got involved in this match. Barbed Wire was involved in this Ooh, match. No. The person that they showed doing the super kick, Mm -hmm. they poured a bunch of thumbtacks on the ground. They removed his shoe and then they basically made him land barefoot on the thumbtacks. And then they showed a bunch of thumbtacks in his foot. So that was that was cool and not and, and great and not cool and not great.
0: No, I hate that.
1: So. And they're also involved. Someone getting basically just like stabbed in the head with a screwdriver.
0: Fuck no. Yeah.
1: So that's as far as I'm going on that. Shit was wild. Yeah. Don't get it. That's all I can really tell you. I I I don't know. I didn't watch it. There there are. I I will say this: the the thumbtacks. I think there's no way really to fake that. The the screwdriver thing. They could easily just like use Mm -hmm. either a gimmicked screwdriver or they can just mask it with the way that they hit them. But like Mm -hmm. the screwdriver hit to the head was part of the finish of the match. But anyway, I just saw that explosive super kick and I was like, you know, who might appreciate how ridiculous that is. (laughs) Amelia might appreciate that. Yeah. I mean,
0: that was cool, but also scary.
1: Yes. So (laughs) I'll, uh, I'll link that in the, in the, in the description, if you're, you're willing to see it. And the account that I linked also has, some of the other stuff that I talked about, if you are that curious and you desperately want to see some of that stuff. So, all right. Well, that being said, I'm excited to watch this, this, uh, this music video because I'll tell a little bit of uh, my history with it real quick and fast, because I believe, yeah, this, this came out like right as I was entering high school. So uh, there used to be a channel and and this is probably like a, Syndicated channel, but I didn't know because I only had an experience of you know my life in in Milwaukee.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: There used to be a channel called the Box, and the way that it worked is that they would show music videos twenty four seven, and you could call a phone number and like I I don't know if they like charge it to your phone bill or whatever, but you could like enter in a code that you would see on the screen, and you could basically request a music video to play. It's kind of like how like you can do like requests now in like, you know, jukeboxes with like the certain apps or what have you. But it would play the music video and it was on a channel. So like that's how I learned a lot about like hip hop and rap, like, you know, the Hot Boys, et cetera, et cetera. And I just remember, you know, this this particular song being, uh, you know, well circulated, shall we say, when it when Mm -hmm. it premiered. So. All right, well, we will, as we usually do with the music video breakdowns, uh, link it in the show notes, but Mm. I'm excited for us to watch it. So I will let you
2: do it a countdown.
0: Okay, sounds good.
2: All right. Three, two, one, go. filthy, nasty <laughs> oh, red man all right, clear very clear stunt double there oh, speaking of wrestling, uh-huh or. Boxing or fighting. I mean, club it, it's, yeah. A ring. Yeah. Looks more like boxing from here, but.
0: See, like, this is the one thing I really remember from this era is that, like, everybody was very tan
2: mm-hmm.
0: and very oily. Yep. And so, yes, it was very dirty to me, but not in the way that they, <laughs> it was just sort of, like, I just feel like I need to take a shower after watching this because <laughs> of just sweatiness. <laughs> not even like,
2: sexuality, anyway. yeah. <laughs> Which I have thoughts about that, but I want to hold them It's definitely the era of the uh extremely short skirts as well. Yeah. At least she's wearing underwear We're robbing off with off, okay.
0: They showed the same clip <laughs> twice in a row. <laughs> I mean, you know, this is really not about lyricism or.
1: Sure. I just like that they artistic. kept showing that poor lady just coming down off of the, the ladder. in The exact same position she was previously. Mm-hmm. Lucha masks. OK, which is weird because this is clearly a boxing match with the corner, uh, you know, set up bare knuckle boxing
0: oh wait hold on there's just uh no rules in this
1: i was gonna say look for a second like she had some some i don't know why there's two dudes in in the ring with them
2: okay this is weird
0: well we can't have a music video that's just one big orgy so instead we'll (laughs) just have all these people hit each other
2: Mm -hmm.
0: all right it's a metaphor (laughs)
2: hmm Alright, we would red man drop in some lyrics. A good Dennis Rabman uh, reference. Mm-hmm. Bernie Mac reference in the year of our Lord 2002.
0: Um, and also um, about Bernie Mac in a way that I've never heard. <laughs> oh, good. A Water
2: Room. Mm-hmm. Capoeira. Okay. Of course, they had Red Man dancing up on Christina because, you know. The cornrows on the potentially person of color, not
1: sure. And then of course the women dancing up on each other. A lot of breakdancing. Okay, that was interesting. What
2: was that? Like bear head with a top hat. Splash some water. That's just a wow. Mm-hmm. what What? yeah very sassy
1: that's kind of like very sassy very uh, you know like you said dirty which i mean let's let's talk about that for a second i said i was going to get to it but like you know it very much plays into the idea of sex as this like thing that you're not supposed to talk about in public at the time Mm -hmm. so naturally this is like the you know the full-on like I'm breaking out of that because Mm -hmm. I like, this is who I am and this is who I want to be right now, Mm -hmm. which like, I'm not fully, you know, on and on mocking it. It's just like that, you know,
0: it's kind of cliche.
1: Yeah. It's kind of cliche, especially when you, when you, you couple it with, Hey, let's bring in a prominent black rapper Mm -hmm. to be on this track. So that like, it it feels like it gives it an air of legitimacy, but it also is like, you're kind of just using that
3: mm-hmm.
1: you're kind of using black culture to like, you mm-hmm. know, to convey this message of like sexuality and horniness, which like mm-hmm. gets back to what I was talking about with the whole like feeling of like, it's just using black culture. It's like, Hey, look, mm-hmm. what better way to show that I'm serious about being raunchy and dirty than being directly associated with this like culture that we associate with being raunchy and dirty, you know, like,
0: yeah. yeah. And to even take it like a step further, I didn't know this, but when I looked up this song, it she wanted to create a song that would represent her quote unquote, authentic persona because of her lack of control over her image in her career up to this point. And that she approached hip hop producer, Rock Wilder, and suggested using Redman's song, Let's Get Dirty, I Can't Get Into Club. Mm -hmm. So it's basically, it's not even just a like, hey, I want to appropriate black culture and make it into this thing. It's also like, I literally want to take this song by a black rapper and like, make it my thing. Mm -hmm. Which I guess he seemed cool with, but you know. Yep. money also yep. talks
2: so true also anyway. also that
1: yeah so which that um uh, that song is off of Redman's album from a year prior called Malpractice which
3: okay.
1: red uh, redman has essentially like a like a persona that m- makes that make sense but okay let's neither here nor there really
3: gotcha.
1: but yeah that that's that's a thing to kind of note and it's 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 uh yeah so good, good song. Don't get me wrong. I, I think that this is a song that like definitely permeated in into that, like that early 2000s culture.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So like, for sure makes, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, watching that music video, I was just like, holy shit, am I in high school again?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh and to kind of go on that tangent some of Redman's nicknames are Doc Funk Doc and Funk Doctor Spock so like the oh, the malpractice okay. thing uh makes sense so anyway Ooh. point being is i i mean it it feels very much like a a music video that like doesn't quite care about the smaller details kind of like how we were talking earlier like it's it's not we're not sure if it's this if this is wrestling if this is just bare knuckle boxing if Mm -hmm. this is like or if it's just like an out and out fight because we have Mm -hmm. a girl in a luchador mask there's corner men and stuff Mm -hmm. for some reason there's dudes that are like in the ring both playing referee at the same time which like if it's an unsanctioned fight that makes no fucking sense Mm -hmm. but like the point of it is, is like you were saying, like, we've got short skirts. There's lots of like, I mean, they literally like the first thing that you see mm-hmm. when you start this music video is other than like a, a video of a very dirty motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Is you get like a, a just a shot of Christina's ass with an X mm-hmm. on it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and like, her lips.
0: like those are the first things you see at first or lips with that, that piercing. And just, also like, and right also Red man's knee. lips. Yes, that too. <laughs> mm hmm. And then ass. So, yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, this is going to be sexual. Got it. <laughs> yeah.
1: And they start by saying nasty, dirty, filthy, like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. So, yes. The, yeah. That piercing, which I think is like, I don't think that was like a prior piercing to like. No. OK. I,
0: I'm pretty sure that was like that came with this.
1: <laughs> this look, persona. This yeah. Era. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah. But, yeah,
1: it's so. I'm trying to think what else they, you know, they have her in a, in in a cage. There's a lot Mm -hmm. of like allusions to sexual behavior, deviant behavior for the 2000s. You know, Mm -hmm. the women are, are dancing together, dancing up on each other. Very close. There's lots of water, Mm -hmm. very, very skimpy outfits, lots of Mm -hmm. midriff showing, which like for the 2000s was like, your coochie's out essentially.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, like flat stomachs, just totally bare from under boob to almost crotch (laughs) Mm -hmm. and then the shortest skirt you've ever seen so that your thong is prominently shown all the time I never Mm -hmm. dressed like this obviously partly because I was 15 and partly because no thank you um (laughs) but yeah so I'm looking at this section about the critical reception of this. And mm-hmm. Todd Burns from Stylist magazine compared it to Britney Spears's image transformation on I'm a Slave for You. And right. I see that. I hadn't really thought about it, but yes. Because in that, it's also like bare midriff, oily, tanned, sexual movement. hmm Yeah. So being dirty, in a sense.
1: Right. Like you said, tanned. I mean, even... Even, like, look look down to, like, Christina's hair. It's very, like, I don't want to say this in a negative way, but it's, like, very matted, ratty, like, it almost mm-hmm. like faux dreadlocks. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's, like, there's, there's just, like, subtle, like, subtle black culture nods all mm-hmm. over the place. It's very appropriative, like.
0: Yeah. Like, she doesn't have cornrows, but she definitely has some, like, braids in there. So, yeah, there's mm-hmm. some of that kind of
1: where where hair was very uh very blonde prior to this there's now streaks of black in it like Mm
0: -hmm. oh yeah don't you know that adding streaks of black to blonde makes you a badass obviously
1: so you know
0: yeah it's it was quite the look that eye makeup though (laughs)
1: so <laughs> yeah she kind of set like a trend i think or at least embodied a trend
0: yeah or, or started one it, i'm not but, sure
1: what but like that, but that just had that smoky eye that like mm-hmm. very like it i don't want to call it like raccoon looking but like but it, it, it like it's is, yeah yeah like it's very dark it's very like it really really sets the eyes back like
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which Particularly i really d- in this video
1: yeah. Like and I'm which
0: looking at I, other photos from this like era and she uh-huh. definitely still has like a similar, but it's it's thicker mm-hmm. and blacker on this video. But yeah. You know,
1: so, so you know, and I mean at least they taped her it looked like they taped her hands up correctly, so that's
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah that's uh Oh, okay, here's another fun fact that I sure. just saw. It, there's a picture of her doing a squat type move. Yes. With her like knees really far extended out from each right. other. And it says a scene from the music video for Dirty in which Aguilar perform- performs the slut drop. Yes. Love that. The music video is credited as the origin of the slut drop, which later became popular among te- contemporary female artists. Mm-hmm. That's interesting to me. Cause like, I can, like, not have... I mean, yes, I just saw the video, so I can picture it, but I, like, also can picture this exact move in a lot of different things.
3: Yeah. hmm
0: And not to take it back to Mean Girls again, but, like, it's basically the exact move that the plastics do in Jingle Bell Rock when it goes from being, like, cute to being, like, what the fuck? These are high school girls performing this in a high school talent show? <laughs> So, yeah, it it was everywhere. And so to me, I'm like, that's interesting. I never thought about like where that came from
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that it came from this. And yeah.
1: Yep. Going through <laughs> this Wikipedia article, name some of the other uh, female artists who utilize it, including the Pussycat Dolls from Don'tcha.
0: Oh, yeah. This is very similar.
1: Uh, Beyonce and Britney <laughs> Spears. So mm-hmm. as well. So that that's a thing to kind of. Note on that. One oh, other thing okay, that I was... I'm sorry, it yeah, says here too.
0: The video opens with Aguilar gearing up and riding a motorcycle into a nightclub, wearing a bikini and and this this is in blue, so it's clearly a link. but bearing chaps.
1: They're called assless chaps, but sure.
0: Exactly, exactly. Thank you. I didn't know that you were such a prude, Wikipedia. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's probably it's probably somebody that like has a lot of like ability to adjust Wikipedia that was like I'm gonna change that language. I don't appreciate it and edited it. Well, and
0: the link takes you to chaps, like Mm -hmm. to a a thing about chaps, which probably has something in it about these particular kind of chaps.
1: But Mm -hmm. this music video premiered on September 30th, 2002. And making the video on MTV. And it was described as a post-apocalyptic orgy, which like it's funny because like there is a lot of like allusions to sexual moves and maneuvers. But there's mm-hmm. also a lot of leaving room for Jesus <laughs> in the video, you know, like mm-hmm. I was like, I remember going to like grade school dances where kids were dancing much closer than that. But that's neither mm-hmm. here nor there.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but- that's the thing is that like, like, I, like I said, while we were watching it, as I was like, I feel like this is supposed to make you think of an orgy but Mm -hmm. we're not gonna come right out and say it or show it sure and also like the lyrics to the song are about like a party and being naughty and dirty and whatever it's a lot of like
1: euphemistic yes
0: it never really comes right out and says like yeah we are having sex Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so it's it's funny how like In my mind, I remembered this video as being so, and the song being so, like, shocking, almost, provocative, sexual. Mm -hmm. And it is, but it also, like, towed a line. Yes. But did it in such a way that, like, you almost don't even notice until you're, like, really paying attention to it. And you're like, wait a second. This isn't actually as, quote unquote, dirty as it appears. Mm
1: Mm-hmm one of the things that I was going to point out is that there was, there was an allusion to like a review of the song slash music video was that like, they gave it like a D minus saying that like, she sounded desperate and shit and shrill. And I was like, that's the point, my dude, Mm -hmm. like that's, Mm -hmm. that was the aim. Like, like Mm -hmm. you, 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 congratulations, you hit it. That's exactly what she was going for. Like Mm -hmm. the song is called dirty. Like you were expecting her to hit like genie in the bottle. Like, like, level like Mariah Carey esque, like notes and coos and stuff. Right. Like, you, that's not what you're getting.
0: Right. And that, I mean, I think that was also one of the criticisms at the time was that, like, Christina Aguilera has a, an amazing voice. Correct. An amazing voice. And not to say that other pop stars don't have good voices, but she just, like, her voice was a level higher greater Mm -hmm. than a lot of your typical there were a lot of
1: comparisons i think to mariah
0: from yes to mariah to whitney to yeah just being able to hit those those higher notes Mm -hmm. and so for her to then come out and with this where like that's not really on display or the focus right i think was part of some of the criticism at the time but it's it's also interesting because this is the lead single off this album i believe right meant to you know bust out the gate with this is christina's new image mm-hmm. and her album is called stripped mm-hmm. but then when i stop and think about what were the other songs what were the other singles from this album and it was beautiful okay yeah which is
1: very, very different from this song. Very
0: different. A ballad, I guess, mm-hmm. or a slower song about, you know, more so inner beauty. And actually, that would be an interesting music video to watch as well, because I think it, I remember, right, it has some, like, allusions to, like, eating disorders and stuff like that, which mm-hmm. is interesting. And then the other song that I remember from this album is Fighter, which in a sense, is similar to this one in terms of, like, feel, beat, that, you know, that kind of sound.
3: Sure.
2: But... And
0: had some allusions to, like, fighting the way that this music video did. Mm -hmm. But the point of that song isn't about being, like, physically fighting people. It's about being a strong woman who's overcome like people putting her down and hurting her and using her and abusing her and stuff and so it's really interesting how I think a lot of stars do this as we've said of like try to come out and be a lot more sexual to sort of control their own narrative show that they're not a child anymore show that there's more to them Mm -hmm. And that she did that, but then also gave some real substance behind it, like snuck that in and not, I mean, it wasn't sneaky necessarily, but it just like, yeah, I'm not sure we expected that after seeing this Mm -hmm. song and video. And again, used her amazing vocals for those songs more so than than she did in, in this.
1: Right. Totally. A hundred percent agree. So I don't think I have much else to say on it. I think it, you know, I, I like at the end of the day, like I still can say that I think that it is a good song. I think it, you know, Mm -hmm. if this song plays at, at a club or if I, you know, if it's for somebody's, you know, wedding or what have you, still a good song, still a good song Mm -hmm. that you can get down to. But Mm -hmm. I think it's also important to kind of just like denote and note that like, there's a very... There's a very obvious cycle that has gone on. Mm -hmm. You know, like we said, Christina, Brittany, Miley are like your Mm -hmm. are like your your primary ones that you can point to Mm -hmm. to kind of, you know, Mm -hmm. show that, you know. You know, Miley going from Hannah Montana to I'm going to twerk and bring all of these like women Mm -hmm. uh, like these these big these big women on stage to kind of just showcase me Mm -hmm. and I'm going to appropriate this culture. And then I'm Mm going to go and talk about doing all these drugs and stuff that, you know, years after she was like, I would never do drugs. That's like Mm -hmm. a sucker's game, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And then she was just like, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and abandon that and go back to my roots or whatever. Like, Mm -hmm. like, and no one's saying that you can't, you can't like, you know, reinvent yourself, et cetera, et cetera. But like,
3: mm-hmm. it, it,
1: you also shouldn't appropriate black culture to utilize as this, like mm-hmm. essentially this cash grab and then abandon it when you feel like you're no longer making headway in that way, you know, like, so uh, those two things I think can exist together, mm-hmm. but yeah, that, that's, that's pretty much it. I don't want to like
0: yeah. make this well, a. One other point that I'm going to make is yeah. that. As I was scrolling through this Wikipedia article, I saw a reference to Jessica Simpson. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about, like, how she fit a lot of the mold of this, of, like, sweet teen pop star, and that she had a, quote-unquote, dirty phase, but it was the these boots are made for walking from mm-hmm. the Dukes of Hazard movie right and so it was very similar in that it was like very short skirt very short little like bikini top and like tiny jean jacket and washing a car all sexually but also like americana yeah right like dukes of hazard which we can get into we could get into a whole thing about that, that another time going to, but just like the way that they were like okay we're gonna take this person and her sexuality we're gonna make it southern mm-hmm. almost country yeah to appeal to a different demographic so yeah Oh, Shakira. This also mentions Shakira, which Shakira's whole look was very much like this mm-hmm. for most of her popular.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, Shakira, I think uh, I find a little bit like a little bit different. Yes. Mostly because like, yeah. OK. Yeah. So I was going to say Shakira's not. <laughs> she's from Colombia, you know, yeah. so like, well, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't like classify her as like white, quote unquote. So like well, I feel Christine like
0: Christina Aguilera is technically not white either.
1: Okay, fair. I'll grant she's you that.
0: Ecuadorian, or at least she has Ecuadorian ancestry, which is where Aguilera comes from, and that she's had a couple albums in Spanish.
1: Okay. To yeah, Yes. Says so so she was born in that. New York. Yes, we'll and
0: grew up in the U.S., but I believe mm-hmm. she has some.
1: Sure. Okay, I'll grant I'll grant you that, but like she still did like follow that like we're yes, going down to like absolutely. using black culture as yeah. her situation, where I feel like that's less true of Shakira, but that's
0: mm-hmm. yeah, that's and I true. would say like Shakira never really had a like phase before that, like mm-hmm. she came out the gate being sexualized, which we could also talk about how that has to mm-hmm. do with her being Latina, yes or could have to do with her being with right. Tina. Like so,
1: I just want to point out like this, this they, I call this the, the, the cross Tina era because you know, she would put the X, X before Tina. Tina. Yes. I call I say cross though, because that's, oh, okay. but I, I get it. I get yeah. what she's trying to go for, but I'm like, right. you know.
0: Yeah. Okay. Here it says her mother was of German, Irish, wealth, Welsh and Dutch ancestry. And her so, father is Ecuadorian
1: white. immigrant. So yes. Yeah.
0: So and then he was in the
1: U.S. Army. So, but yeah, so yeah, that's uh, you let us know what you think about that. You know how to get a hold of us at aswaydpod on Instagram or an email, uh, and tell us what you think. And you could also, if you could, write a theme song for me because this is Amelia. What the fuck is this? Woo! <laughs> this is the part uh where I. Find something for Amelia without context.
0: Okay. I'll see what this is. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So this video appears to be probably like at a thrift store or an antique store or something. And, and it's a person picking up uh what looks to be a white carved heart but the voiceover says a new hand touches the ball sack (laughs) and it's like very echoey and like ethereal sounding yes so it's really funny (laughs) And uh, yeah, I will never think about hearts or ball sacks the same way again. <laughs> I also really enjoy that it appears that there's a, a lamp or something next to it, and a basket underneath it. But what I really love is this collection of um, black dolls next to it. In
1: um, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah,
0: old-fashioned swimsuits and straw hats. Mm-hmm. Um, they almost look like Barbies, but they also are on a stand that looks like ceramic. They look
1: like they're perma posed, though. I yeah, don't think I, so see I, any.
0: I don't think they are. I just I have so many questions. Check that out. What the fuck?
1: <laughs> Good times, great times. Loved it. Big fans of it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Amelia, tell them where we they could find us if they wanna.
0: Yeah, if you want to find us, you can find me at Shake Meets World on Instagram, or you can look at my business page at Fuck the Perfect Life, where I do coaching and consulting. And you can find Sherrick at ablacksparrow.com, where all the things are linked, including the merch store. So, yeah, find us, find us there
1: whoops looks like we hit the limit on your voicemail
0: sorry if we talked too long
1: no i guess i'll have to keep uh this story about how uh, i was suspected of shoplifting but i was actually just dissociating in sephora for next time bye bye